It's never good when the guards look around your cell. They can always find something if they have a mind to. They scowl at the books along the floor, the books along the metal cabinet, the books along the cold water basin. Sutton's is the only cell at Attica filled with copies of Dante, Plato, Shakespeare, Freud. No, they confiscated his Freud. Prisoners aren't allowed to have psychology books. The warden thinks they'll try to hypnotize each other. Right guard smirks. He gives left guard a nudge. Get ready. Novel, huh? What's it about? Just, uh, you know, life, sir. What the hell does an old jailbird know about life? Sutton shrugs. That's true, sir. But what does anyone know? Word is leaking out. By noon, a dozen print reporters have already arrived, and they're huddled at the front entrance, stomping their feet, blowing on their hands. One of them says he just heard, Snow on the way, lots of it, nine inches at least. They all groan. Too cold to snow, says the veteran in the group an old wire service warhorse in suspenders and black orthopedic shoes. He's been with UPI since the Scopes trial. He blows a gob of spit onto the frozen ground and scowls up at the clouds, then at the main guard tower, which looks to some like the new Sleeping Beauty's Castle in Disneyland. Too cold to stand out here, says the reporter from the New York Post. He mumbles something disparaging about the warden, who's refused three times to let the media inside the prison. The reporters could be drinking hot coffee right now. They could be using the phones, making last-minute plans for Christmas. Instead, the warden is trying to prove some kind of point. Why, they all ask. Why? Because the warden's a prick, says the reporter from Time. That's why. The reporter from Look holds his thumb and forefinger an inch apart. Give a bureaucrat this much power, he says, and watch out. Stand back. Not just bureaucrats, says the reporter from the New York Times. All bosses eventually become fascists. Human nature. The reporters trade horror stories about their bosses, their editors, the miserable dimwits who gave them this god-awful assignment. There's a brand new journalistic term appropriated just this year from the war in Asia, frequently applied to assignments like this, assignments where you wait with the herd, usually outdoors, exposed to the elements, knowing full well you're not going to get anything good, certainly not anything the rest of the herd won't get. The term is clusterfuck. Every reporter gets caught in a clusterfuck now and then. It's part of the job. But a clusterfuck on Christmas Eve? Outside Attica Correctional Facility? Not cool, says the reporter from the Village Voice. Not cool. The reporters feel especially hostile toward that boss of all bosses, Governor Nelson Rockefeller. He of the Buddy Holly glasses and the chronic indecision. Governor Hamlet, says the reporter from UPI, smirking at the walls. Is he going to do this thing or not? He yells at Sleeping Beauty's castle. Shit or get off the pot, Nelson. Defecate or abdicate. 
The reporters nod, grumble, nod. Like the prisoners on the other side of this 30-foot wall, they grow restless. The prisoners want out. The reporters want in. And both groups blame the man. Cold, tired, angry, ostracized by society, both groups are close to rioting. Both fail to notice the beautiful moon slowly rising above the prison. It's full. The guards lead Sutton from his cell in D-block through a barred door, down a tunnel, and into Attica's central checkpoint, what prisoners call Times Square, which leads to all cell blocks and offices. From Times Square, the guards take Sutton down to the deputy warden's office. It's the second time this month that Sutton has been called before the dep. Last week, it was to learn that his parole required...